What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Breakdown. My name is Josh. And my name is Taylor. And we are the WDW Couple, bringing you each and every week a new episode of the Weekly Breakdown, which I already stated. <laughs> I love adding stuff in each and every week that doesn't go along with our... Yeah, he does. Um, like intro spiel? Taylor likes to call this a, a, a script, but it's not really a script that we have. It is a... Um, Dang it, I, I can't remember what the technical term is. So uh, earlier this week, I we hung out with our friends Dave and Adam. We've been on their podcast before. Uh, it's called Unrelated at Birth. I don't know why I was forget that, but we were on. I, I was hanging out with Halloween Horror Nights with them. You're going to see a video coming out here later this mm-hmm. week. You he saw did the dining, dining review, mm-hmm. um, but they were we were talking about some of the stuff, and Dave's like, "You guys have a script like that you read from?" I'm like, "Well, they're really more bullet points," and he's like, "That's not a script." Yeah, whatever. It's the show notes. That's what it is. That's what we go off of. Show notes. I mean, whatever. Running, the running, the running something, the, uh, I can't remember. Well, Josh brought this up because right before we started the podcast, he was like, oh, well, Dave taught me that this week. Dave did teach me that. I'm just making sure that I'm still in focus. I feel like, I feel like I'm kind of drifting out, but I think we're good. It doesn't matter. Sure, it doesn't. Each and every week, let's get this podcast started, why don't we? Uh, Each and every week, this podcast is brought to you by... Gold Girl Getaways. No matter the trip, whether you have small kids, big kids, or no kids at all, we have agents who can help you plan your next destination vacation, whether it's here to Florida or anywhere else around the world. Uh, you can submit a quote from in the show notes, or you can head on over to goldgalgetaways.com, and an agent will uh, get back to you as soon as you fill out the, the quote form at mm-hmm. goldgalgetaways.com. This podcast is also brought to you by JTR Media. Which is pretty exciting. We've been uh, doing some bookings, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week, we completed our uh, first kind of official video, I suppose you could say, mm-hmm. which was really cool. And uh, did, the, the, did the delivery on that earlier this week. And, uh, I mean, it was all positive response, which was great. Very exciting. I was super nervous. It was scary. Taylor's having some uh, – I think Taylor's – MacBook has just been hacked. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. I literally can't do anything on my computer. Okay, there we go. Taylor likes to randomly download things and then who knows I what have happens. not. I'm literally barely ever on my laptop anymore unless we're doing the podcast because I'm always on the iMac. Interesting. I like the bigger Interesting. screen. Interesting. What? Anyways, uh, moving on. Yeah, so it, basically JTR Media, uh, we are a fully functioning production company i feel like we can't really say that but uh i mean for all intents and purposes if you have a request need a video made we can do it for you uh we are actually doing a few videos here coming up well mm-hmm. not really coming up they're kind of future videos because you know how far out people plan their vacations mm-hmm. but uh some people are doing like kind of their first visits with their kids in the parks which is really mm-hmm. cool that's exciting looking forward to doing that opens up the door for some creativity so yeah if you're interested you can uh there's a quote or something, a form in the show notes. The website is almost ready. It is yes, almost Josh ready. Josh has been working really hard on the website to get it up and it's running. Almost so. ready. Yep. And we're also going on our first Royal Caribbean group cruise. It's a seven-night Eastern Caribbean cruise, January 26th, 2020 to February 2nd, I believe. And you can still join us if you would like. Yeah. Um, all you have to do is fill out a quote in the show notes and someone will get back to you as soon as possible. And uh, help you get booked. That way you can be part of all of our activities that we're going to end up doing. Josh is opening a bottle of water. He doesn't have coffee because this is nighttime right now. 
Uh. <laughs> that doesn't stop me in the past. Um, but yeah, we hope you can join us. And um, Josh also is doing the Dopey Challenge this year, and his training has been on standby for a couple weeks. It has. I've been injured, so <laughs> you know I don't really want to go out there and push myself and, and make the injury any worse. But should be back out there this weekend. Uh, I'm I'm really a glutton for pain. Is that the right terminology? Am I using the right glutton word for, for that? punishment? Mm-hmm. Glutton for punishment uh, for sure. So. I'm actually going to try to go out and actually run 13 miles because I'm pretty sure that's what it is this week. And might as well jump in with both feet uh, and and probably injure myself again. But, hey, we all got to get back on the horse and get started somewhere. So, uh, yeah. Are we skipping on the news this week? Well, we are skipping the news. But don't forget, Josh is running to help raise money for childhood brain cancer with the Dragon Master Foundation. So if you would like to donate, you can do that in the show notes or um, – you know, share that with your friends and family if they would be interested in donating as well. Anyways, we are working for on something uh, a little special, so be on the lookout for that. That has to do with uh, some fundraising for Dragon Master Foundation, and uh, it, I mean, it's part of the Dopey Challenge type of deal stuff. So be on the lookout for that. But mm-hmm. yeah, so we're skipping the news. We are skipping the news because this is just a very long topic, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's gonna take a little while to get over all of it. <laughs> so plus, this... there's not like. A ton of news that was really announced this week. Oh, Flower and Garden Festival was just announced. Um, Yes, it starts March 4th and runs through June 1st of 2020. Earlier? Uh, No, no, it was about the same as last year. Yeah, the same. same, Um, They haven't really said a whole lot about it, but those are the dates, just so you are aware. And that's all I can really think of for the news. So cool. I didn't put anything in here because I just want to. Get right into it. We want to get right into this week's breakdown, which is Halloween Horror Nights 2019 at Universal Orlando. Mm -hmm. Um, We kind of waited to talk about this. I know it's kind of later into Halloween Horror Nights season, but I I really kind of wanted to wait to talk Mm -hmm. about this until after Taylor got to go. But Halloween Horror Nights lasts until like the first week in November, so. It does. So you still have a long time to go. Yeah. If you're interested. So we kind of figured that first we would talk about what is Halloween Horror Nights because some people may not actually know or maybe they've seen our videos and they kind of know what it is but maybe you've never been before and you don't really know what it is. I looked up a little bit of history about it today but um, first off Halloween Horror Nights is basically a Halloween themed annual event that they have at Universal Orlando every year. Um, It occurs in the fall season and features haunted houses, scare zones, and some live entertainment and um they actually use a lot of Universal Studios like characters and properties in this event. So typically, yeah, um, some of them are made up, but they do like to use their own properties. Um, but if you didn't know, Halloween Horror Nights was formerly known as Fright Nights, but that was only for one year. I didn't know that. Yes, that's cool. Um, in 1991, when it first opened at Universal Studios Florida, it was called Fright Nights. Um, it was just a three-night event. It was on October 25th, 26th, and 31st, and there was only one house. It was the Dungeon of Terror. But then the second year, they changed the name. They added more houses, they extended the length of the event, and then in additional years going on, um, they ended up adding the scare zones, and they added more houses, and um, started adding some of their licensed properties as well. Um, But now, we are in the 29th terrifying year. 
hashtag HHN29. That's the hashtag you will see out there for this. Um, <laughs> and the streets of Universal Studios come alive with horrifying mutants, monsters, and maniacs all through the night. And you'll be completely immersed in the worlds of the biggest names in horror. And this is lasting from September 6th through November 2nd. And this is on select nights. So make sure you check if you do want to go to it. You do have to have a separate ticket from a regular park ticket. Um, and... If you want to skip the lines for the houses, you can always get an express pass as well. And like what Josh has, he has a frequent fear pass, so he can go to essentially every I can, go to, I can go to every every night that it is available. Yeah. And like Taylor said, it's not every single night. So you do, if this is something that you want to do, make sure that you are checking uh, when you want to go. And, <laughs> and just to throw something else out there, as far as like if you're thinking, well, maybe when is the best time to go throughout the week? It really fluctuates, and it's really difficult to say. I think mm -hmm. most of the time it seems like Thursday nights seem to be the best nights to go. They seem to be the less crowded nights. Mm -hmm. um, this past week, I was there on Sunday thinking that, uh, and, and not just myself, Dave and Adam thought the same thing, that it wouldn't be as crowded because it's both a work, like a, you know, it's Sunday going into the work week. It's also going into the school week. Uh, it was insane. Insane. I mean... More people. I mean, it was probably just as crowded, if not as crowded. Is I just said the same. You exact said the same. exact same thing <laughs> in two different what ways. <laughs> what I meant to say is, um, it was at least as crowded, if, if not, not more, more crowded, uh, on than opening night, which was, I mean, as you can imagine, opening night would be very busy. So, yeah. uh, it just it really kind of depends, you know, mm -hmm. if if you're only going to be there for one night, if this is like your one chance, you're coming down here to vacation. I really suggest that you spend that extra money get that express pass because it will save mm -hmm. you a lot uh, of it, time. It, it will really allow you to pretty much do everything. We went one night. We went on. It was September nineteenth. Uh, that sounds about right. Fifteenth last week. Nineteenth. I think it was the nineteenth. I can't remember for sure. Um, but we went, we did one night. I had a ticket included with my premier annual pass. Um, we paid a hundred bucks. I got the express pass for the night and the four of us did all of the houses and all the scare zones. We did eat when we first got there and Josh and I were actually home by midnight. Yeah, we left, we left early. So uh, another thing. But we did everything. We we did everything except for the two shows. We didn't see the water show. Right. We could have seen the shows. we didn't see the, uh, the special group. Yeah. I think you have it. I'm sure you probably mm -hmm. have it yeah, listed it's in on there. here. But uh, we didn't see that yet. I haven't seen it yet either, even though I've been going. Uh, but I have a lot more visits coming up. It's really, mm -hmm. it's kind of surprising for me because I have, I can easily say that I have been to Universal more times this month than I have been to Disney World already wow that's yeah. a little weird to say yeah. uh, we haven't been in the parks a whole lot we this haven't. month we've, we've been we've just been so busy doing other stuff working working regular jobs well oh, and everything gosh. else we have going on yes. so um but yeah that's basically what halloween horror nights is and um halloween horror nights actually has themes every year so i mean they've been doing it for 20 some years now so 20 They've been doing it for exactly 29 years, in case you were wondering. Hashtag HHN29. Yeah, so this year is themed 80s. It's pretty cool. It's a, you know, they're bringing the 80s back with a vengeance. Mm -hmm. um, and this is actually the second year in a row that they're kind of doing this. 
uh, and it, it's it's fun. It's cool. Uh, probably the biggest throwback of the '80s is going to be Ghostbusters. A lot of people mm-hmm. are, have been excited for that, and it's 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 a great house. Not to try to skip ahead or anything like that, but it's all new horrifying experiences inspired by some of the biggest frights of the era will invade the world's premier Halloween event, uh, offering no escape from the decade that just won't die. And that's very true. The '80s, uh, the 80s. <laughs> never seem to go away. There, there's always there, there, there's ups and downs and. But, but it never really goes away. No, it doesn't. Um, but yeah, 80s this year. Same as last year. But different houses, different scare zones. Um, just same theme, but different Different everything. I believe there's only one house that is the Stranger same. Stranger Things. It's not the same. It is different, but it is. But it has it's the came same. back from the yeah. year before. So, Which, if you don't know, Stranger Things is based in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, so, how many haunted houses and scare zones are there, Josh? Well, Taylor, it's funny <laughs> that you should ask that. For the second year in a row, there are 10 haunted houses, which is pretty cool. Um, but it is a lot to get through. And mm-hmm. there is a total of five scare zones, which uh, has been the standard number for the past couple of years. I really messed that up because uh, I can't speak sometimes. Yeah, but uh, it has been that has been basically the standard for the last couple of years, which mm-hmm. is nice. Uh, I, I, I will give my thoughts and opinions now because I feel like doing that. I wish they were a little bit longer in some yeah. cases and a little bit more immersive. I agree with that. But uh, all in all, it is a, a pretty good year. If you're not totally mm-hmm. satisfied with it, well, guess what? Next year is the 30th, hashtag HHN29, which means that next year is hashtag HHN29. 30 and it's going to be legit i'm sure i'm sure it will be i don't know that it'll be 80s again um but there are some pretty big maybe it'll be 30s themed what (laughs) the 1930s (laughs) that actually might be really funny and not so scary that's that's way back some old like 30s props but uh, i'm sure they'll do something pretty awesome though it'll it'll be cool i'm sure so if if you're not really feeling it this year just wait till next year it's going to be great i i I can i'm not going to promise you that but i can assure you that it will still be great yeah they'll probably do something epic so let's talk a little bit about the scare zones. I think mm-hmm. that is probably the best place to start and not really the haunted houses. Go ahead. I'll let you go first. Okay. So there are five houses, like Josh said, and um, I'll tell five you. Five scare zones. Oops. Not houses. Oopsie. Five scare zones. I was like scrolling through the houses as I said that. Um, but there is the Rob Zombie Hellbilly Deluxe. And let's just talk about them one at a time instead yeah, of going through Yeah, that's those. what I'm going to do. Um from otherly world beings to brutal maniacs, you'll come face to face with his twisted creations as the music cranks to a frenzy. And it's actually kind of funny. There's actually a Rob Zombie scare zone and house this year. So yeah, I, I would. Here we go, Josh. Josh, the Debbie Downer all the time. Um, I, I mean, Hillbilly Deluxe is not that bad. Uh, it's okay, but again, it's not really like. A scare zone? It's not no, really it wasn't like a, super scary. It's really just like, you know, Rob Zombie's music mm-hmm. that is playing, which he does have a few okay songs. There were some dancers in there, and then there were some guys, like, roaming around, like, scaring you, and there were, like, a couple, like, they've robot got, They've type got, like, things? two uh, robots, which I'm sure people out there who are fans of Rob Zombie are like, you guys are complete idiots right now because you don't know what you're talking about. But, well, we don't know what we're uh, talking about. But, but we're just I, telling you what we've seen. I don't know what I'm talking <laughs> about because I haven't seen any of Rob Zombie's movies um, at all. I haven't even seen a ha- House of a Thousand Corpses. And I really, even after going to the scare house, I don't 
the, the scare house. Even after going to the haunted house, I really don't feel like watching it. Um, but there are dancers, and the dancers are like, you know. Seductive. Slutty. I don't know if I can say that on this podcast, but. Probably not. Um, but they, I mean, like, you know, they could probably use some actual dancing lessons. Because they're really just doing the same thing while they're yeah. up there the entire time. But, again, not super scary. Now, one thing that would be cool, because uh, from what I've been told, that this is something that Rob Zombie does. There is a little scene, if you're, depending on which way you're going, where it's like, I don't, I don't even really know what we're saying. I don't even know what the guy is. But there's like a guy from one of his movies, and there's like a, a, a bride lady. I think he's like a magician or something. Oh, on that little stage. Um, I have been told that something that Rob Zombie does do uh, at some point in time, he, he, he may... He could show up. That would be really cool. That that would make that scare zone awesome if he was actually out there in costume as that guy. But I doubt it ever happened. I think I lost I lost Taylor there. Yeah. It's tough whenever you don't actually know what the guy <laughs> is. But it, it's an okay scare zone. Like I said, it's not very scary though. There was oh wait, no. it was funny. So when we were there with Tommy and I'm blowing up with emails and notifications right now. Um, it was funny though because when we were there. With Tommy and Walter, there was one guy who was consistently walking around, uh, specifically at Walter. Well, and you missed the beginning of it. I missed the beginning, but I did. I was there for the later parts of it. So basically what was happening, this guy came up and he, the three of us were just standing there. Josh was walking around getting video. And this guy, he was a scare actor. He came up from behind Tom, or actually it was Walter, came up behind Walter and tried to scare him. And Walter just stood there like, okay. And then... He like walked around a little bit more and then he came back and he did scare Tommy and then he walked around a little bit more and then he did scare me because he came up from behind us and we weren't paying attention. I didn't see any of this. I was trying to get B-roll. No. So then he keeps coming back up and he keeps trying to scare Walter and Walter just is, he doesn't really get scared like we all do, I guess. Not really you either, but, um, so then he comes up to him and he's like, student loans, <laughs> commitment. He just, yeah. He <laughs> Mother-in-law. Just saying random things that... <laughs> may scare some people yeah it was actually pretty hilarious uh which is funny but uh i actually we ended up seeing that same guy there uh when did we go to halloween last sunday uh, this past sunday yeah. yeah i was there that when you um, went and we saw that same guy there he wasn't doing the same thing uh they don't even have it on here so they don't even consider this a technical scare zone but these there is an area between uh basically like where barney and all that is for the two houses, it's Graveyard Games and Universal Monsters, uh, which is back by, like, Men in Black. No. That's You Nightingale. have no idea what you are talking yes, about. Yes, right I now. do. Uh, <laughs> there, there's an area, basically, that's, like, going through the Simpsons area. Yes, it goes past all the Simpsons and stuff. And it is just nothing but people roaming around with chainsaws. Yeah. And um, Tommy and... Walter was telling us that there was a guy who was literally just running around and he would get up really close to you and he'd go, chainsaw noises. And he would just like run away. Like he wasn't turning his chainsaw on. And I thought that was pretty funny. Of course, I hadn't seen it yet. But then on Sunday, we saw that guy. He was running around. He got right up in my face and goes, chainsaw noises. It was that guy? It was that same guy. Huh. It was hilarious. That is funny. Um, yes, but there's still a couple other scare zones we got to talk about. And we still got to get to the houses. So huh? we're fine. I don't want to keep carrying on about the Rob Zombie one that wasn't really even that scary. 
Well, unfortunately, most of these are not scary. They're not. Um, the Anarchade was not very scary either. It was actually kind of cool. I liked this one, but it was just really short. It was very short. So it's basically an 80s inspired arcade. And it's a like a gang of neon slashers that are out to play. And this is one game you it, won't want to lose. Is that what they called on the Universal website? That's what they said on the Universal website. It, uh, yeah, the there were some guys with like chainsaws. They had like neon outfits, which were actually really cool. They were cool to look at, and there were girls with like these uh, nunchucks, nunchucks swinging them around um, on stilts. Um, oh, pretty dangerous. It actually wasn't that scary, but like they were trying to be kind of creepy and like um, trying to hide and like jump out at you yeah. and stuff. Um, but I liked their outfits. They were cool. The 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 theming was very cool. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. The, the neon lighting and everything yeah. was cool. But again, yeah, wasn't really long enough. No, and there's it was too many super chainsaws. Short. Too many chainsaws. I think they they really? gotta find some other way. Yeah, I mean like. But people, I mean, girls. I, yeah, that get is scared true. of chainsaws. But it's like, come on, let's do something different here. Oh whatever. Um, then there's a vanity ball. This one is. I'm sorry, but I think that this is the most ridiculous scare zone. This was actually my favorite scare zone. Was it really? It was because they were the best at scaring people. Oh. They were. Um, So in the streets of Hollywood, your flesh becomes the canvas as blade-wielding artists slice up willing participants into horrific living works of art. Here, going under the knife takes on a whole nother meaning. Uh, so basically what Vanity Ball is, they actually have like a, this is where the Chucky area was last year. And And I like that. That was good. I did like the Chucky one. Um, this was like one of the longer scare zones and they had like a little stage there and they had like a chair and there were two guys that were like doing plastic surgery on this girl who like volunteered and, um, they took her eyeball out. She didn't volunteer. They... That's why I said, oh, well, you can't they, they see that. They dragged her up there on the stage. Yeah, uh, I said volunteered. I put that in quotation marks. Yeah, and then they pulled out her eyeball. Um, not really, obviously, but, you know, Halloween Horror Nights. But they do actually, the, the guys will come down off the stage, and they are holding mm-hmm. what would appear to be an eyeball. It's yeah, fake, Yeah, they did, and they were, but... like, walking around with it. But this vanity ball is basically people that get plastic surgery, and it's, like, They're hack jobs. Botched. Yeah. Beyond botched. Looks pretty bad. Um, yeah, some of them were pretty intense. Some of the people actually, like, their faces looked good, but, like, something else would be, like, messed up. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, there were some cool outfits, and they were, like, really good at scaring people. Like, they'd yeah, come they, out of nowhere. They have a catwalk, too, because oh, it's, yeah. kind of like it's kind of like a fashion yeah. uh, modeling thing of the hack jobs that they got mm-hmm. done. Uh, but, I don't know, There, it just... To me, just this one, I, I really wasn't feeling this one at all. Look so. at that hack job. You're eight years old and you have a beard. All right, Grinchy. <laughs> uh, the next one, which last year, this was my favorite one. Um, this was like the neon glowing pumpkin heads that were all oh, like going to get you. Yeah. yeah. This year, it is Vikings Undead. And uh, this is Vikings have risen from the dead and laid siege to Central Park with an onslaught of gore. And let me tell you what, it is... Uh, it's pretty gory. It is pretty gory in a few, like, they've got, like, two little scenes that are set up. Mm-hmm. Basically, the they effects. have uh, one guy who was, like, sprawled out and had been, you know, I mean, filleted, like, essentially. filleted and killed or whatever. But you get, like, they've got sound effects where, like, the guy's up there and he's, like, 
hacking at it, and, and it it sounds like it. It it really you like does. Like that word tonight, hack. Hack, uh, and then the same thing on on the other side. A little bit of a different setup, but this year, I last year, I think why I liked it so much was that they were scary, but the neon light illuminated the them and, and really helped to to amplify that. This year, mm-hmm. it is just so dark. Yeah. That, I mean, I guess they can scare up and they they or they can scare up. They can sneak up and scare you, mm-hmm. but you kind of lose the element of, to me, I lose the element of even being in there when it is so dark that I can't even see the actors themselves and really what they look like. Because at that yeah, point, once what, it gets dark. what's it matter with all the detail that you do for makeup on them if you can't mm-hmm. actually see them um, yeah. and kind of enjoy that? So there are a few times yeah, where it does get... Yeah, it's very dark through there. Yeah, and, and there are a few times when it does... Uh, illuminate or, or brighten up in there and that's kind of when the show's going on yeah. yep. uh, or uh, I'm trying to think there's one other thing that happens and, and it kind of gets bright in there but again it, it was it, it could be cool but I think if there was some other way to like illuminate them a little bit better mm-hmm. it would have been better so they do have a, a, a quote-unquote universal Groot over there as well oh yeah that was actually kind of cool yeah yeah, it was That's like a scary... Literally, all people call him or her is Groot. Hey, Groot, can I get a your scary photo? scary version of Groot. Yeah, yeah. kind of. Um, and then the last scare zone is Zombieland Double Tap. And this is based on the hit film and its upcoming sequel, Zombieland. This scare zone puts you in the middle of the United States of Zombieland. The infection has spread and bloodthirsty zombies are everywhere. And they were. They were. This one's really long. This is yeah. Actually, this is the this longest might be the one. I think. One. Mm-hmm. It uh, it basically like spans from almost where Monster Cafe is, right? And it goes all the way. Not, no, no, not it's that, not even not near Monsters far. Cafe. It's a little bit. It's further on that up. other street. It's a little bit further up from Monsters Cafe. I don't there's know like what the street's called. There's a square, and there's like a, uh, like a. Statue or something in the oh middle of it. Oh my goodness, your explanation of this is hilarious. I don't. Well, listen, we never go to Universal, so I, I can't explain the exact areas. But it's it's a longer one. It's in an it's in yeah. the shape of an. It's L, right in front of the mummy. And uh, it, it's cool. The some of the mummies are pretty good. They've got like a little show. Some that of the they mummies do. are pretty good. Uh, said, it's right in front of the you mummy. Said it's in front of the mummy. So Josh was doing a horrible job of explaining where it's at, but it's right in front of. The mummy and it expands like that whole street there like clear over to jimmy fallon like that's where this is that's i was just i was just i was, trying to think of. I was just letting fallon. him try and figure it out jimmy fallon. um because it was funny um but yeah there's funny. zombies not mummies that's what i meant to say <laughs> zombies they're and they good. were good at scaring people too yeah they, they, they got me a couple job. times they were doing a pretty good job they've got like a little show that they put on that oh is, yeah uh, across from jimmy fallon somewhat i guess it's right near where the store is at for them yeah the, the, that story, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and that's cool, too. You know, uh, I, again, if I had to pick a favorite, what would be your favorite? Um, oh, you already said you like the vanity ball. I did like the vanity one, but I liked the zombie one, too. The zombie one's pretty cool. I, I do. I do. I think I enjoy that one the most this yeah. year out of all of them, just because it's a little bit longer, uh, especially for photo and video. There's far more space. It's lit really well, so mm-hmm. it's very, it's yep, pretty easy to get some thing. cool shots, which I'm going to try and do that. Just just go over and get some photos if I can at some point. But, yeah. I mean, if I compare it to last year, I would say last year's scare zones were better. Mm-hmm. But again, hey, listen, next year, I bet it's going to be great. Yeah, 
I think so. I hope so. Halloween Marathon of Mayhem is a new show this year, and you can watch as the lagoon transforms with a spectacle of neon and synth, featuring iconic scenes from top horror films, cult classics, and TV shows. This new show features a blend of fountain-based media, state-of-the-art technologies, and special effects. This is one 80s nightmare you won't want to miss. And we actually haven't seen the show. Like I said, we haven't seen any of the shows. No, we haven't. But this is a new one this year, and since Josh has this frequent fear pass, he should probably go check it out. And I will. I mean, it's just, it, it's always going on. and Yeah, I think it shows at 10, 11, and 12, three different times. So At some point, I'll be there. Yeah. Someday. Well, you have till November second. The... Oh wait, sorry, that's uh, it doesn't, oh, doesn't fit gosh. this thing. Great movie ride's gone, honey. It's coming back. Did I just break your heart a little bit? Okay, but anyway. We're going back in time. Oh, sorry, uh, wrong. So that's Back to the Future. What sorry. is happening right now? Josh never sings. <laughs> So the other show you can see, which is actually a stage show, is Academy of Villains, Altered States. Academy of Villains returns in an epic experiment of mind and body. Man's true nature is dragged out into the dark, gothic streets of anarchy. This wickedly talented group of artists is back for an all-new performance featuring a killer mix of visionary dance and extraordinary theatrics. Which looks like a cool show. It does look pretty cool. I don't know how many times that shows a night. I forgot to check, um, but I know it's, it's more it's, than once. It's I'm quite sure. a few times. Yeah. You have a couple of different time, different times to get there and watch it. So Yeah. So that that could almost be like one thing you could go do is just go check out the shows a night. I guess so. Or you can do whatever you want because I won't be there. So You're right. <laughs> I'm a free spirit when I go to Halloween Horror Nights. You're a free spirit. I just pictured you as a horse with your hair blowing in the wind. <laughs> A horse? <laughs> yes, I don't know why. A centaur? Isn't there a horse movie like called Spirit or something? I don't know. I think that's DreamWorks. Something. Like I didn't that. say a Disney movie. I just said a movie. Anyways, oh let's move on away from the shows since we haven't even seen them at all. Yes. So, like I said, there's the shows. We talked about the five scare zones, and then there's some other activities you can partake in, um, such as face painting. And I saw there were some Ghostbusters games there. Uh, you can also eat. And um, but the main thing are the houses, primary attractions for the event. They are the best attractions for this event. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is why people go. They go for the houses. And uh, these aren't exactly traditional haunted houses, like where you would go through with a small group of people and then it feels like you're the only people in the house and you don't get trapped in a room and, you know, you don't get touched by people. Um, This is very different because it is going through in a continuous single file line through the houses, which for me makes it doable because you're going through with other people right in front of you i'd prefer if i could have people surrounding me but you know single file still works yeah one thing that's really nice is that uh it is not like that so there there was a house that i went to when i was a kid like back home and that's exactly like a haunted house where you think that you're gonna get trapped in a room some guy's gonna come out with a chainsaw and get you that's what happened in that house like they trapped us in a room and they trapped us in a corner 
And it was just like, I think this guy's going to cut my arm off or cut my head off. That's or so crazy. Cut me in half. I don't know. But <laughs> that's what had happened. And I mean, that's not what happened, but we got trapped in a room. So this is not like oh that. If gosh. that's what you're worried about, it is, like no. Taylor said, it's continuously moving. So what these houses rely on, though, uh, is every effect that you can imagine to scare the pants off of you, including mm-hmm. hideous creatures, blood curdling sound effects, loud music, tight passages, strobe lights, those are the best, air burst, mirror effects, and of course, very elaborate and yet, in many cases, very gruesome props and set decorations. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're going to sensory overload you. For sure. Last year we were sensory deprived in the... Uh, dead exposure patient zero house but this year it was more sensory overload for real yeah so let's uh let's start at the bottom of the list instead of the top okay oh and i think i forgot to mention this each house is about like three to four minutes or so of a walkthrough just depending you know how fast everybody's walking through the house or how slow they're walking through the house and occasionally and but rarely it stops um because there actually are um, team members throughout the house, making sure that the line's continuously moving, making sure everybody's safe, um, you know, the scare actors and the um, guests. So, The only time that it really stops is whenever they do a change in personnel. So, Yeah, occasionally. Like the, the whole house stops. There's not yeah. like a line stopping. But, it, but there are times when it does, like when the line will stop inside the house. But yeah, and it's because somebody's too scared of something that's happening to probably. continue walking, probably. and then they have to be forced to move forward. <laughs> All right, so I guess we're starting at the bottom of the list because Josh wants to start with his least favorites and work towards his favorites. Here we go. All right, so the first house we're going to talk about, this wasn't the first house we did in the night. This isn't the order we did the houses. This is just the order that we're going to discuss them in. And um, this first one is the Yeti. My Ter- least favorite. Terror of the Yukon. Did I say this is my least favorite? And I'll give you like a brief description of each house and then we'll kind of talk about our thoughts of the house. And as you can tell, Josh said that this is his least favorite house. Did I mention this is my least favorite? (laughs) My gosh. So just when you thought the only thing to fear was the elements, an icy terror will descend over you. Cringe at the trail of blood leading to caves none have lived to see. As you enter the labyrinth of caves, you'll hear the screaming echoes of those who couldn't escape the inevitable. If you survive long enough to see the end, you're likely to find the remains of those who came before you and met their same demise. You do see those at the end. You see those, those who had met their demise. I don't remember the end. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, So, I don't know. What what did you think about this house when you went through it? Um, Okay, so... I was actually laughing almost the entire way through this house because this was the house that two people in front of me, there was a couple who was literally like wigging out the whole way through the house. They could not handle themselves. Like a Yeti would jump out of nowhere and the two of them were almost on the ground. It was hilarious. So I was more watching that and not really watching you know, for people jumping out to scare me. I was laughing at those other people in front of me. It was still really loud in there. And I did actually like, um, like the costumes of the Yetis. Some of them were actually kind of scary. It didn't even look like a Yeti. It just looked like a monster. Um, it's a Yeti monster, but I did like the, like ice and the lighting that was in there. Like the blue lighting. Who wants snow cones? What's that from? Monsters Inc. 
Oh, wow. He's the huh? abominable snowman. Oh, my gosh. That's what they have at Pixar Pier. They have the ice cream stand yeah. with the abominable snowman. Oh, my gosh. How that's I what that. Remember that? Uh, I, I mean, it does make me think of that, but for whatever reason, it popped into my head. Wow. Okay. Well, that is one of your favorite Pixar movies, though. It is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, Josh, do you have anything to add about this house? I mean, it, it, all in all, I mean, it, it's still a, it's, it's a good house. Uh, but for me, you know, I think what would have really set this house off is if whenever you walked into it, it was cold. I think that that's kind oh, of what's agreed. missing about it. Agreed. You know, you, you need to, in these houses, a lot of times kind of distract this, the, the idea that you're going to get scared. So if you're worrying a little bit more about being cold, it kind of takes away from you thinking about something coming to jump out and scare you. Not only that, though, the cold would really immerse you into the story right. more. It would, it, would, it would pull you in. So that right? was why last year Poltergeist was one of my favorite houses. Because when you walked in, it felt normal temperature. And then all of a sudden, you yeah. felt it get cold. Then you started to feel the rain. And then, like, this witch lady went flying over top. And then you actually walked into, like, yeah. the labyrinth. Yeah. And I mean, and they even say in the description from Universal, you know, the icy terror will descend over you. And there's really never, I mean, I, I can imagine it'd be extremely expensive to keep this one house cold or to yeah. have them continually pumping AC through there. But I mean, there's air conditioning in there, but it's just not ice cold like you would imagine it would be. Yeah. I, well, I don't even think that it's that cold. I think it's just regular room. I think it's just regular normal air temperature in there. Well, I mean, so, think about how much stuff is going on in there, and the doors are open on both and it, sides, and it's, and it's a hot outside. Place. And it's a huge place. But, you know, again, I think that, that would make it a little bit better. There are a few, um, not to spoil it for anybody who, well, I'm not, you, you can't see the house unless you watch somebody's video, but um, there are a few spots where they do get you. Um, mm-hmm. There's one part where, like, an arm comes down. Oh, yeah, I forgot ceiling. about that. I was ducking. Um, and, it, yeah, I mean, if you're not ready for that, that is a little, oh, you know, makes you jump a little bit. But, I, I you know, to me, it just that's what was really missing with it. I think it was also missing like a good, like, kind of scare jump sequence, like sound. Were you expecting like a giant yeti or something? No, I, I think the yeti costumes were good, but it just mm-hmm. was missing kind of like that beat. I think for me, I wasn't hearing it. Okay. So. Well, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> so the next one we're going to talk about is Nightingale's Blood Pit. This one is about ancient Rome and it's suffering its worst drought in centuries. The ruthless emperor has declared the gladiatorial games and continue nonstop until the rain returns. The gruesome bloodshed of the games is horrifying enough, but then come the creatures. As the blood soaks into the earth, the nightingales feed on the dead and dying. The nightingales are a grisly race of creatures that have been here since the dawn of time. Uh, you know, I, I think it was still a good house. I liked it. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't bad. I mean, yeah, the theming was pretty good. It was really loud in there. Yeah. The the only thing that I would change about that is to have maybe like a little bit of a different, a little more diverse costuming of the nightingales. Uh, I don't even remember what they looked like because I was so freaked out. They look like a bird almost. Like they have a bird head with like a beak. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, there was it, one outside. Too. You know, and, and it's pretty much, it's your standard kind of jump scare where they come out around the corner or something like that, and mm-hmm. it's good. But I would like to see some diversity, but other than that, it, it was a good one. A little gruesome in some areas. So that one and what was the other one? The Depths of Fear, I think, was the other one. We're both in, like, tents outside. 
And those ones are always oh, really yeah, loud. Yeah, I don't know if why that is. If they're in a tent for some reason, they are so loud. I don't know why, but those ones were the loudest ones last year too. Yeah. But I mean, it wasn't bad. It, you know, I think for me personally, if I had to choose one that I was going to skip at this point, it would still be Yeti. Next on the list is Universal Monsters. Here you can come face to face with Dracula in his gothic castle, the wolfman in a dark Bavarian forest, and the man-made monster within Dr. Frankenstein's lab. And if you survive them, you still may encounter the vicious creature of the Black Lagoon, the ancient evil of the mummy, and more. Which is really weird that uh, I'm assuming that you got that from the Universal site, yeah. that description. You see the Black Lagoon, the creature of the Black Lagoon is like the second creature that you encounter. Oh, yeah? Um, during the house, yeah. Let me tell you what. This house was really scary for me because we started walking through. We were in maybe the second room or something, and there was like this mirror effect. So it looked like, do you remember, like off to the left, it was like um, you were looking through a tower. I don't think I saw that. I might, I might have to check that out the next time I go. Yeah, there, it was like you were path. looking up and down through a tower because of this mirror effect they had going on. Well, I'm looking over at that because I'm like, okay, that's like creeping me out. Like, is that real or whatever? Um, and then all of a sudden somebody whispers in my right ear from behind me. You know, my husband, Josh, is supposed to be close behind me, keeping me safe through these houses. No, he leaves like a good three people length between the two of us. So a scare actor whispers in my ear, of course, I'm going to freak out. I lifted my hands up to cover up my ears. And whenever I did, I knocked my earring out of my ear. Luckily, I caught it in my hand, but I'm like walking through the rest of the house holding my ear because my earring is falling out. And at Halloween Horror Nights, not through all of the houses, I didn't have my ears plugged like I did at Bush Gardens. Yeah. Uh, huh. This one, I actually, I didn't enjoy it as much the first time that I did it. The first time I was like, eh, it's okay. But the last two times that I've gone and done it, I've actually really enjoyed this house. And I think that yeah. I've enjoyed it because it is a more diverse, like, it, it's just, it's very different, hmm. you know? There's various amounts of characters. Yeah, there was. I don't remember it that much. I was scared, I remember. I'm pretty sure this is the one where we were walking through the vampire area, and you felt like something dripped down on you. It was supposed to be yeah. blood. Oh, yeah. It was actually water. I felt though. it. It was water. I think, honestly, what I think it might have been was like thickened water. Uh, it could have been. Because it felt thick. To make it really feel like it was And I was like, oh my gosh, blood. what dripped on me? I thought it was like drool or something. And they're like, no, nah, pretty sure that was supposed to be blood. Yeah. And then I was like checking my clothes. I'm like, oh my gosh, is there fake blood on me? But th this is a good one though. Speaking of stuff falling on you though, if, you, if there's areas where there's like water or um, fake blood or whatever, something gonna be like dripping on you or whatever the floor actually changes so you can feel the floor like get soft and feel different um because that's where like water is gonna drip or something and that happened right Just, there yeah to help you the not floor slip. the floor changed and then i got dripped on and then i was grossed out because it was like on my face and on my arms and then we went to the like frankenstein area i think was like right next I don't remember what it was, was like, directly after It was pretty the... close to the end. 
Um, the Frankenstein area wasn't very scary from what I remember, but then there was a girl that jumped out and scared the crap out of me right after right over the, on the Frankenstein. Yeah. Yeah. She tried to get me the last time. She didn't get me. Mm-hmm. But she got a, the girls like right behind you. I'm pretty sure, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah. But this is a good one. I mean, if you're looking, if you're coming, you you don't want to spend the extra money on the Express Pass. Mm-hmm. You've only got maybe four houses to choose from. Uh, I think this is a good one to do. Universal Monsters are a really good one to do. Yeah, I I understand what you mean about it being different because it's not the same character scaring you throughout the whole house. It's yeah. a bunch of different, like it's a big good variety in one house. Yeah. So. And the sensories, uh, it kind of changes a little bit. As the scene changes, everything yeah, tends to I change. I barely so. remember that one. I just remember getting... Your eyes are probably closed. Maybe. And I remember the... Um, Poor Tommy. Frankenstein. Or was it Walter at that point? I don't remember. No, Tommy was in front of me each time. But it's a good one. I like it. So the next one, which is, uh, you should have put these in order of where they were at in the yeah, location. Sorry, maybe. I didn't do that. But um, so because of that, I'm actually going to jump over to Graveyard Games because Graveyard Games is right next to Universal Monsters. This oh, was is it? This is the back area where Barney's at. Oh, okay. Um, mm-hmm. I, which is this place that we've never, I've never gone back in there. Besides when we do Universal Horror, like when we do Halloween Horror Nights, I've never I've been, been back in there. I've been to Barney area. whenever I was little. We went so to I, Universal like one time. I'll make sure my mom sends me the pics so we no. can put it in here. But mm-hmm. Graveyard Games is uh, not an IP. This is an original kind of idea. Yeah. Uh, you'll find yourself witnessing the repercussions of the disrespectful antics of two teens who have awakened the spirits of the dead. As you roam through the cemetery, you'll wind through dark mausoleums and decaying piles of coffins. So it's pretty cool. It's kind of like this, like they said, it's, um, we used to do this as kids where we were just like, we felt like we were being daring by like Mm -hmm. going out in the middle of the night into like a graveyard and we're like, I remember one night whenever you and a couple of your friends went out and did it and I went home. Yeah. Because I wasn't going. we, We didn't like, we didn't, you know, we didn't like you damage anything. You also went anything. to the Haven House that night, yeah. I'm pretty I mean, sure. We, ne- we never damaged anything. It was just kind of like the idea of like being in a place where like yeah. there were dead people and like it's supposed some, to be scary. It's supposed to be haunted. Something scary might happen, mm-hmm. you know, uh, which of course nothing ever did. But this is a good one. Yeah, I liked Graveyard Games. Um, this was in the same building as Trick or Treat last year. Yeah. And Trick or Treat had like kid scare actors in it and this one also had kid scare yeah. actors in it and those people actually scare me almost the most because they're better at hiding because they're small yeah and they can jump out and scare you from smaller areas so there was like one sem- it was like a cemetery area that you walked through and that's where they were really getting you spoiler alert there is i think it's at the end where you get this just it's a you walk into a room and there's just all of these like people standing right there but but you don't know if they're people or if they're mannequins and as you walk through they're all standing still and then like some of them like come out from the walls it it is a very like it's a scary thing that you're surrounded by all these things mm-hmm. <laughs> and you and don't, you don't know. know which one's real and which right. one's not so mm-hmm. i love that i love that that's probably one of my favorite i hate those aspects parts. of those houses nope. i love when walking into those types of rooms yeah so. i know you do because you're behind me yeah. Uh, yeah, but I liked Graveyard Games. And I just like the theming of it. But then the next one is Depths of Fear, which is also in a tent near the Nightingale 
blood pit. Yep, it's right beside it. The entrances mm-hmm. are right next to each other, back by Men in Black. Yeah, yep, that's where those ones are. And the workers of a deep-sea mining company have found themselves in a dire situation. And actually, the entrance to this house was pretty cool. Like, it looked like doors yeah. into, like, the mine. Nightingale and Depths of Fear both have a pretty cool-looking entrance to them. Mm-hmm. So, Nightingale, which we didn't really talk about. Nightingale, there's a Nightingale outside yeah. eating a horse. Yeah, so you actually get to see what it looks like. It'd be cool if it was an actual moving animatronic universal. That would have been cool. Dog, like, that'd be cool, like, going down in and, like, to nom, make nom. just for Halloween Horror Nights? Oh, Jillian just Snapchat me. Yeah, that would be cool for, for Halloween Horror Nights. Oh, my goodness. Um... Okay, so anyway, uh, they've delved too deep and encountered a parasitic race of creatures that turn out to be deadly. Panic ensues as you find yourself encountering infected miners and acidic creatures. The pressure builds as the self-destruct sequence counts down to the inevitable implosion of the facility. And these things were kind of scary. They reminded me of... um, Do you not remember this house? I Oh, I remember the house. I just don't remember the self-destruct sequence Maybe you countdown. need to go through it again. Um, but they were like sea creature type things, and they kind of reminded me of something you'd see on like Scooby-Doo. Is it Scooby-Doo? There's, there's one like in particular thing that I remember seeing. It might be Scooby-Doo. Mm-hmm. I, it's either Scooby-Doo or SpongeBob. Definitely Scooby-Doo because Scooby-Doo so. was scary occasionally this is one that i would skip probably this is probably one of my least one of my not the least favorite but it wasn't as scary it, it really wasn't and uh it, i don't know to me just it, it was missing a lot i mean some of the uh makeup was actually kind of cool because they for some of the actors who were just like themselves as people they had to have like these eggs basically growing on their faces eggs yeah they're like eggs or something barnacles Barn- no, no, they're not barnacles, I don't think. It's a, a parasitic race of creatures, so they like... It's okay, something growing on their faces. Me out. I don't but, even want to think about it. But that looked kind of cool, you know? And there are a few, like, jumpy parts in it, but for the most part, um, this would probably be a house that I would skip. Yeah. And not to do, do, delve into, like, Twitter drama, but apparently there was some Twitter drama because towards the end, there is a dead dog. Uh, oh, let me let me let yeah. you let me tell you something. It's not a real dog. Um, it's not real. But apparently, people were up in arms because there was a dead half of a dog that had gotten chopped in half by the door. But what about the dead horse out inside um, of Nightingale? And I'm, what about sorry, all the, the dead, dead people? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. The what dead, about all the dead people? The dead people. So, kind of funny how uh, how that works sometimes, yeah. but. It was interesting. I mean, if you've got a if you got the express pass, obviously do it. But if you're kind of thinking of maybe you only have time to do five houses, I think that's probably about the max on a one day pass without unless express there's pass. almost no crowds. So I've been told if you wait until it's like getting close to closing time, like after midnight, the crowds start to really die down. Probably. One of my friends told me that they go every year and they wait until. Like, they'll go there, but they'll do, like, the shows, and they'll do the scare zones, and then they'll wait and do the houses after midnight, and then they can do almost all of them. Yeah. But you have to be willing to stay out until it closes at, like, 2 a.m. Yeah. One, I think. I thought it closed at one. Maybe it does. I don't know. But it only takes a couple minutes to get through the houses. It's just actually standing in line and waiting for the house. It takes a long time. Um, but the next one is Rob Zombie's House of a Thousand Corpses, which is on the other side of Men in Black. 
and here you can come face to face with psychotic firefly family and their collection of blood and gore watch the legend of dr satan come to life right before Satin. your right before your eyes Keep a lookout for the latest addition to Captain Spaulding's Museum of Monsters and Madmen, Fishboy. Uh, was Fishboy in there? Because I honestly don't even know what that is I, or who that is. I'm not sure. Again, this was not... Uh, this one was kind of gory? This one was kind of gory. This was like that weird... Um, I don't even know how to describe it. I, I, I feel like H&M is like almost, but that's not what I'm trying to get at. It's, H&M like the store? The clothing store? No, That's what I'm thinking Maybe you of. should cut that out part because well, I don't know what I'm talking about. But like like the leather and like... S&M? S&M? Is that what it is? Like weird. It's just like really weird H&M. stuff. And then, I don't know. <laughs> you definitely didn't the, know what you were there's, talking about. There's one part where like the guy is like attached to like metal like wings type of deal. And he's like cutting people up like that. I don't know. To me, this was, again... Lower five for me, not in that upper five of houses. Mm-hmm. I could have skipped it. Uh, Some people might enjoy it just for the music, though, because a lot of people, I guess, like I, Rob I Zombie mean, music. If you're a fan of House of a Thousand Corpses, this definitely 100% go check it out um, and make that decision for yourself. If you've never, We've seen, never seen it, House of a Thousand Corpses, I don't really think that you need to go to this house. Yeah. Uh, it's to me just, it's not my cup of tea in particular. So maybe it is still your cup of tea, but. You know, if you feel like we're similar, I would skip it. If you if you if you feel like you need to skip it, skip it. Oh my gosh! It was a. I mean. Uh. Okay, and then this was actually the first house we did of the night. Um, it's kind of over by. Um, so this is basically vanity. As you, if you the walk into Universal, right, and you go through the gate, you're basically going to make your first right, and you're going to go past the. Uh, Today Show Cafe or whatever. Yeah, the Today Cafe. And uh, it's going to be on the left-hand side. Yeah, you'll see the van. The van. There's a van. Yeah. It's like an ice cream truck at all. It's an ice cream truck. Yeah, right yeah. out there. It's at the entrance. And, and sometimes the clowns are outside meeting, but yeah. it's the clear, killer clowns from outer space. It is. And um, last year, this was actually a scare zone. Which I really liked. It was a very popular scare zone. And this year, it's a new experience as a house that will feature, at, not will feature, it does feature, a gaggle of new characters, including the baby clowns, Boko and Clownzilla, as well as new scenery like the clown's circus tent spaceship and the cotton candy cocoon storage room where they keep their victims. And actually, throughout the house, your sense of fear will also be triggered by your sense of smell, but not in a bad way. As you encounter strong whiffs of familiar fairground fare like sweet cotton candy, stale buttery popcorn, and ice cream. Does stale buttery popcorn smell different than regularly popcorn? It probably just smells like buttery popcorn, but, you know, just got to add that adjective in there. Um, And then there's also, like, some interactive stuff, which I didn't do any of that because, you know, I'm not going to reach out and touch anything. Um, but I saw you and Tommy and Walter like reaching out, touching stuff. Yeah. So they've got some like uh, little buttons in there that you can press and I don't know if they all work, but some of them, there will be things that happen. I'm not going to tell you what happens. You'll just have to find out for yourself if you want to do it, but there are, there are interactions that you can do. Don't ever, I mean, don't go out of your way, right? Like don't step off of the, off the path, but there are like, they're right on the path. Like while you're, while you're walking, 
you can see them. They're right yeah. along the wall. I mean, I wouldn't be afraid to touch things as you're walking through the house. Like, if you're very intrigued by something and you want to touch it, touch it. Don't walk way off of the path and try to touch it. But, you know, usually there will be a team member there. And if you're not supposed to touch it, they'll be like, hey, don't do not do that. It's not that big of a deal. But yeah. um, this, so if you guys don't know, well, you guys don't know because we've never said any of this. But we have actually not seen this movie. Uh, I, I'd be actually kind of interested to go back and watch this movie. Um, it, it would be interesting to see. So, I but you can. But, um, but I still really enjoyed this house. Not even actually watching the movie, I thought it was so fun. Um, it was it was cool. It was a good first house of the yeah. night to do. I thought. And there are some like jumpy, scary parts. I mean, like I don't get oh, yeah. scared, but there's definitely parts where like, oh, you almost got me. You almost got me. Yeah, and whenever you walk through like the space tent area, um, that's where there's like clowns literally just like standing everywhere. And then they kind of oh, come at you. That's another one. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. another one. They're like, you're not sure which one is like yeah. a dummy and which one. And they're kind of hiding behind things in some places. So it's a good one. I really, really enjoyed this. This was one on opening night. Uh, if you guys haven't watched that yet, uh, myself and Nate, we basically ran right to Killer Clowns and did it. And then we finished the night with Killer Clowns again because since we got there so early, we didn't have to use our Express Pass. We just walked oh, right yeah. through the standby. With Express Pass, since Josh mentioned this, you can only go through each house one time. For the so night. if you want to do another house. Like for a second time, either do it when you first get there and wait in a short line or like walk into it if you're like there early um, or do everything with your express pass and then go back at the end of the night and hopefully wait in a shorter line. Yeah, but it's a good one. I definitely would put this in the upper five of houses to do. The upper five. The upper five. five. There's the lower five. I think pretty much everything that's left is going to be in the upper five, obviously. I'm thinking like lower 40. Three, four... What did I say the other? Oh, Universal Monsters. So, Yeah. But it was good. And then we move into this year's other new house, Ghostbusters. This is one. It's like their featured house basically this year. Yep. And everybody's really excited about it because if you, you know. Were it's very nostalgic. Around in the 80s. Yes, it's very nostalgic for you, but it's celebrating its 35th anniversary and you'll jump right into the movie screen of the original 1984 film and walk through some of your favorite scenes like the Temple of Gozer and Streets of New York. And it's good. It's not... um, It's not super scary. It's more jumpy. It's it's jumpy, but it's more fun. Yeah. Taylor's never seen Ghostbusters. Don't tell. So feel free to write an email to Taylor and telling her she needs to watch Ghostbusters. Please don't. Um, it's not scary. I mean, even the movie's not scary. It's a fun movie. And that's, you know, this house represents that in every single way. Now, um, oh, shoot, I can't remember his name. Um, the Green Slimer. I think that's his name. I don't really know. I can't remember. But and you're making fun of me because I've never seen the movie. You don't even know the character's name. Well, I mean, I can never. So don't give I, me grief. I can rarely ever remember anything. Yeah, you're right. Short of about five minutes ago. So, um, but there are a few parts where he will jump out, and he he does do a pretty good job of like mm-hmm. getting you if you're not expecting it. But yeah. um, but it's good. Props are great. Yeah, it is match for match, basically the movie. So it's pretty easy to follow. Yeah. Oh, and I liked it. This is so all the feature houses. I think I'm assuming for like the last couple of years have been where they are basically kind of out in front of where. Rip Ride Rocket is like there's yes, that, that the grassy stage, area and they like put up a bunch of like barriers and that's where that line gets weaved at mm-hmm. um, and 
Last year was Stranger Things. This year it's yes. Ghostbusters. So it was good. It was good. Definitely one that if you're, you know, if you're a real true 80s kid and you love Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. definitely do it. Well, since you mentioned it, we'll talk about Stranger Things next. And this is where you can travel back to the small town of Hawkins, Indiana, and walk through some of the most terrifying scenes from Stranger Things 2 and 3. Stranger Things is a Netflix original TV show, if you have never seen it. Just your word. Taylor has also not watched Stranger Things. Please write her an email and tell her to watch Stranger Things. Taylor does not watch anything scary, so all of these movies... Please write to Taylor and tell her that Stranger Things is not a scary TV show. Okay, well, when things pop out at me in the house... No, it's scary. I would probably watch Ghostbusters, but the rest of them, not happening. Oh, man. Um, So not only will you come face-to-face with snarling demodogs... Demodogs? Please, please write to Taylor and tell her Stop. the true name. It literally says Demo Dogs. Demogorgons? I got it. Not only will you come face to face with snarling demigorgons, but you will also make your way through the iconic scenes and locations from uh, Chief Hopper's cabin to the Starcourt Mall. This is a great house this year. Um, once again, it's very similar to Ghostbusters. It is almost scene for scene from the show i'm now, giving there, josh the death stare right now she is there, there's really not that much in my opinion from season three i don't think that they really wanted to go that far um into kind of like spoiling that for you but uh it is a great it's a great house so you you're kind of going down through the tunnel system you was do, there a living room scene this year uh i think like right at the beginning there there may have been one i really don't remember um but it's a great house, again. And it's not like it's a... To me, it wasn't really scary as much as it was like kind of feeling like I was there in the movie. Before you got the to the mall, I remember there was this one part. It was like black on the left side of the wall. And it wasn't just a black wall. That was like in. It was like an area. And it was so dark. And I put my hand up and said, nope, not looking in there, and kept walking. And apparently there was somebody in there, like, jumping out and scaring people. I don't know how you don't remember that, but it scared me. I don't. But I I don't even feel like there was very many demigorgons that were jumping out and scaring us this year as there was last last year. Last year. Those are those white things, right? I'm sorry, what? Oh, God. What are they? They're white things? What was that white thing that scared me last year? I was told that was a demigorgon. A white thing? Yeah. No. Demigorgons aren't white. They're like Are those, dogs. Those flowers? Oh. That like open up and have yeah, the other. The mouth thing? The mouth thing. Yeah. That I took a picture with in the store. Yes. Oh. Those aren't white. No, there was something white that flew at me in the house last year. I'm trying to remember what that was. I don't remember. I don't know, but it was scary. Um, but it was good. Great house. Um, basically in the same location. No. Because it was, it's right by Jimmy Fallon. But it's right by Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's right next to us this year, and Yeti. Yeti's up there too. Oh my gosh! But I liked us it. I loved was... it. And <coughs> speaking of, we'll, we'll move into this year's last house. I think, in my opinion, I'm just going to cut right to the chase. I think Jordan Peele's Us House was probably the scariest, <sighs> just because I have of the, the chills just thinking about it. Creepy factor of it. It was scary. So in this new haunted house, uh, you will walk 
through the Wilson Family Beach House in Santa Cruz Pier, uh, where you might spot a familiar character outside of the ha- of the fun house. Uh, you'll also venture through the unnerving tunnels that stretch miles deep below America and come face to face with the Tethered, a group of terrifying doppelgangers of every living man, woman, and child in the country. So if you haven't seen the movie, which we haven't, I would like to go back and watch the movie. I won't be watching that. Um, as long as you've seen the trailer, I think the trailer basically sums it up for you. Yeah, essentially. And you'll, you'll totally understand the house. Um, but this was great. <laughs> this was great. This this was one where I kind of got the chills, like I kind of got the creeps. I did. And spoiler alert, plug your ears if you don't want to hear this. Um Basically, in one of the first scenes, when you walk in, you look to the left, and it's you can see them like out in the distance, like through a window. And it was so scary. You don't remember that? No, I think you're talking more about, that's a little bit further in, where you look through the door, you can see them through the doorway. Whatever. It wasn't that far in. In in the yard. No, it was like right at the beginning because as soon as as I saw that, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in a horror film. Get me out of here. But it it does. It definitely feels like you are in one. Like, I didn't care about the gore and the dead people on the ground and stuff. It's not very gory, though. That didn't scare me. What scared me was those people standing there, staring there, staring and looking at you. Yeah. Oh, God. I liked it. I love this house. I thought it was a great house. I did not. Um, and spoiler alert: plug your ears. Jump I didn't ahead. remember that. Jump ahead, maybe about thirty seconds. There's a great room. I didn't remember that. There's a great room. I didn't remember that. What? I'm just saying that because every time I say something, you're like, I don't remember that. I don't. I I don't. But what I maybe do remember. Maybe you need to go through the houses again. What I do remember though is uh, towards the end, there's a great scene again where. Um, you kind of go into this room, oh, gosh, this is awful. and it's just them like standing there, and you on don't both sides of and, the hall, and you don't really know like which one's real, which one's not, and then they just kind of like come out and like try to <sighs> get you. And it's yeah, great. I love, did. I love those scenes. Those are the best scenes. I didn't like that. Um, it was great. Nope. Houses, like houses were pretty decent this year. I mean, I, I maybe it was more of like a fifty-fifty mix down the middle. Five, meh. Five really good ones. Five, meh, not so good ones in my opinion. But but you could definitely do five in a night. Yes, absolutely. And there's a lot of people that I've talked to. They mm-hmm. said that they actually really love the Yeti. They love the Yeti house. Yeah. I'm like, what is wrong mm-hmm. with you? You're crazy. I don't know. People have different opinions. People like different things. Like how I don't like the S house. It was definitely the scariest this year. Most definitely. Like, I'm going I'm to do a couple whenever I go back. I, I went to the gym the other night by myself, and I was walking over, and I was, like, a little freaked out walking over there by myself. And then there's windows in the gym that don't have oh blinds, gosh. and I was, like, freaking myself out. But I finished oh, my workout, man. and then I came home. But, yeah. Actually, I will have been at Universal yesterday, if you're listening to this. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. There's going to be another video coming out from that. If you saw me, hello. If you didn't see me, sorry. I'll be back again sometime. <laughs> okay, but I think that's pretty much it about the houses. Yeah. That's like the main part of Halloween Horror Nights. Um, I briefly want to mention about the merchandise. So, obviously, it's going to be 80s vibes, 80s themed. Um, and you can find exclusive merchandise featuring your favorite cult classics from this year's event. Like from Stranger Things Ghostbusters. and Ghostbusters and everything else. 
House of a Thousand Corpses. I've seen people wearing shirts with that. Um, But there's also the Tribute Store, which was awesome. The Tribute Store is near, um, it's like kind of right between The Mummy. It's right by Jimmy Fallon. And Jimmy Fallon. And there's a big sign that says Tribute Store. It's lit up. You can't miss it. It's in that area with the L and there's the park. And there's a statue. <laughs> Josh's excellent explanations of location. Even though he went to school for geography, you think he'd be able to figure that out a little better. Sorry, honey. It's great talking to all of you. Bye. <laughs> no. Um, In but, case you're watch or listening, I took my headphones off and was pretending to get up and leave the table. Yeah, I think they could have figured that one out. Um, but yeah, the tribute store was really cool. So. The store is basically themed to a bunch of the different houses in Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. So the first room you went into was actually Ghostbuster themed. Which was cool. And it was cool. Not they, overly themed, but... No, but it they had a couple of things in there you could take pictures of and get your picture with. Um, they had like the traditional like Ghostbusters like cross out sign or whatever like on the wall. Don't you remember? Oh, I remember. I'm just enjoying you explain this. Well, I don't know about Ghostbusters. Because you've never seen it. Whatever. They, they also they had have, some... on the on the opposite wall, they also have the uh, the suits that they wore, which are really yes. cool. That's like that brown jumpsuit that they wear. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can't touch them. They're in a closed casing. So I do wonder if they are actual props. But another thing uh, that that's you know kind of cool in there is that uh, as you move out of Ghostbusters, you go into Stranger Things. Well, before you go into Ghostbusters, or go into Stranger Things, though, um, they have some really unique ghostbusters themed merchandise in that store and they have a lot of it shirts games um toys like all kinds of stuff cups magnets yeah everything and then you go around the corner and you go into stranger things demigorgon and as soon as you walk in there's a demigorgon and i got my picture taken with it because i thought it was really cool and i was wearing a stranger things shirt she thought it was a white a white thing that came out and jumped at you (laughs) all right i'm leaving now see ya (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, I wore a Stranger Things shirt, and I probably shouldn't have even been allowed to wear that, you know, since I've never seen it. But, you shouldn't have. But I ordered it myself and wore it, and it looked good, so I don't care. At least it fit. My Hopper shirt didn't fit. So. Yeah, sorry about that. Speaking of, Josh tried to shave. Everybody keeps like freaking out. They're like, "Oh my gosh, Josh shave, Josh shave! Oh my gosh!" All right, here, let me tell the story because it was it was my event that occurred. Basically, I told him to do this. Basically, I got the Hopper shirt. I was looking forward to dressing up as Hopper, bounding as Hopper from Stranger Things. So, of course, the shirt came in the mail, (coughs) but I hadn't tried it on yet because we were really rushing for time. It was like we were waiting for UPS to show up, and it was like we were pushing the limit here. We need to get to Halloween Horror Nights. So, in preparation for that, I had grabbed another, like, Hawaiian shirt because if you don't know, Hopper wears a lot of Hawaiian shirts. Well, he doesn't wear a lot, but... Anyways, the only thing that was missing... Well, two things that were missing. Number one, hair, right? I have no hair on the top of my head, basically, because I have a classic male pattern baldness that is going on. So I'm missing that. The other thing, which I can control and I do have control over, is the mustache. So I thought, listen, if I'm missing the hair, I can at least do the stash. So Actually, I went in the bathroom. I told him he should do it. And I started trimming down, and I got down, and I just, I was like, I, I don't think I can do it. 
I, it looked horrible. I don't think I can walk around with this mustache on. It just didn't look like Josh because he's always had a full like beard and mustache. And the other thing too is that like it wasn't long enough. If you if you if you look at Hopper, he's got like a nice full bushy kind of mustache. Yeah, I does. didn't have that, and it just it still looked really awkward. We should have so. taken a picture. We should have, and I'm I glad that we, we I'm glad that we didn't. Oh, I um, wish we would have. That's hilarious. So I ended up just going and just you know Trimming I didn't use a razor, right? I used a yeah. He has a beard clipper. trimmer. But it was cool. The other part of the tribute store, which is what we were talking about before we got off on that side tangent, is um, another thing that's really cool is that there's a wall in there that has paper that's put up all over. And if you've seen Stranger Things, this isn't really a spoiler, but it kind of is. But this is from season two. Um, the one kid, I can't remember his name because I'm terrible with remembering things like this, basically um, starts kind of drawing the tunnel system that is underneath this, the town. And that's what all the white paper is, and and you see it. That's all put up on the on the board, which is really cool, or it's on the wall. But it's a it's mm-hmm. a cool like little thing it tribute is a cool to the store. to the show. So and then they have um, Universal Monsters is like the next area in the yeah. store, and that's like it's, the last part. It's far less themed, but they still have some cool stuff cool. in there though. It has more of like the generic Universal merchandise for just about everything. Yeah, it does. And then you can also make T-shirts in there too t-shirts and they have uh like sweets like cupcakes Ooh, yeah they and did ha- like they that. were like themed desserts and stuff um but yeah the tribute store was really cool i liked that yeah. especially since you couldn't like stop in the houses and take pictures and video and stuff we could get some pictures in the house in the store mm-hmm. so now here is a big question that a lot of people might be asking because we've had a lot of people tell us well I would never go to Halloween Horror Nights because I don't like scary stuff, blah, blah, blah. Well, I literally have said the same thing the last couple years. And guess what? The last two years, I've gone to Halloween Horror Nights, and I came out just fine. Except after the Us House. That was a little traumatizing. But other than that, everything was good. Like I said, it's like an adrenaline rush. Um, So you might be asking, what if I'm not a horror fan? What if I don't watch horror movies? What if I don't like horror? Should I even bother going to Halloween Horror Nights? But... There are still some things that you can do without going into the houses. So, like, say you and your boyfriend or you and your girlfriend or your husband or wife or friends or whatever, and they want to go into the houses and you don't want to go into the houses, or maybe there's just a house you don't want to do, you can go do some other things while they do that. That way you can still go with them and have a good time. Um, So you can just do the scare zones which are basically wide open spaces. You can see the scare actors pretty much when they're coming at you, unless occasionally they scare you from behind. But if you stand in the right spot or walk quick enough or have a friend with you, you can get through there without getting too scared. Um, but it's easier to get out of the scare zone than it is to get out of the house. Well, and let's, uh, uh, here's the job of the scare actors, right? Is this that if you are showing fear, Oh, they're going to scare you. They will try to scare you. And the mm-hmm. other thing is, too, is that, like, even though these are wide open spaces, if you are, sometimes it does get pretty busy and it gets pretty crowded, um, they are very good at just, like, kind of wandering up behind you and, and getting you. So it is something to consider. But, I mean, mm-hmm. in all honesty, it's pretty it's pretty well lit in there. It's, yeah. it's not really that much of a scare factor, I don't think. The only place that you might be a little leery about is, like, Central Park. Uh, which is where the, the Vikings. Vikings are. Mm-hmm. That one is very dark. You can't really see anything. But you can actually walk around that one. You go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you don't can, even you have can to walk, walk around through it. that you one. You don't have to go through it. I'm pretty sure. So, mm-hmm. but you know, 
Yeah, you're right. I would say do the scare zones if you're not a big yeah, huge They're not fan. tight spaces. Um, and then you can also do the stage shows. Um, it's a perfect opportunity to be able to just sit back and relax. You won't be actually scared, you know, with somebody jumping out at you. Um, now, they do have some pretty intense subject matter occasionally, um, which might just bother you a little bit. But um, it's not going to be like what it is in the scare zones and in the houses. It's pretty mm-hmm. tame and mild yeah. compared. It's more of like performances and um, shows. So. And one thing I'll add to the scare zones before we get too far ahead is also there are a lot of chainsaws. Like it seems like almost everywhere has a chainsaw. No, yeah. Zombie Land doesn't have a chainsaw, I don't think. No. Neither does the the ball. Neither does Vikings. Okay. Not many places. There's chainsaws everywhere. But <laughs> at the front of the park and back towards where um like the Simpsons area are, there are a lot of chainsaws. So just, mm-hmm. you know, if that's kind of something you're not like real into, you don't like chainsaws. Don't worry about it. Some guy might just run up to you and go, chainsaw noises. And also, like Josh said, don't walk around looking like you are terrified. If you walk around looking like you're terrified, they're going to come right up to you because they know they're going to be able to scare you. Like, that's what I did last year. I walked through looking like I was scared, but I walked through, like, with a smile on my face, and people didn't try to scare me. Yeah. And so, because they were like, oh, well, she's not going to be able to be scared. She's enjoying this. So, that helps a little bit. And then um, other than the scare zones and the stage shows and um, not just the stage show, you can also do the water show that they have this year all on the little lagoon there. Um, They also have some food and drinks, some specialty food and drinks just for the Halloween Horror Nights. Um, So you can try some different food. They're all like um, smaller portion type things. Um, And then they also have the refillable souvenir cups that you can get. Um, and they have food and drinks throughout all of Universal Studios. Um, one thing that I know a lot of people like are the pizza fries. They also have some s'mores fries this year. Um, and then, yeah, you can get your souvenir cup refilled. They have different um, drinks all throughout Universal Studios. So you can go around and check all those out. And you can check out the little shops that they have all over the place. Um, they're just like little kiosks. So... Anything else you'd like to add about people that might be scared about going Halloween Horror Nights? Listen, if I can do it, you can do it. That's what I have to say. Because I do not watch scary movies. I did in high school and like junior high and stuff. But I do not now. Because I used to have nightmares. So. My hand was itchy. I see that. Um, I don't have anything really else to add. I mean, if Taylor can do it, I, I definitely think that you can do it. Yeah. It's not. It's really not that bad. Um, no. it, it is something to swallow, though. I mean, if you're going and it's really not something that you're into... Uh, it is. It can be kind of expensive, especially if you're yeah. buying your ticket at the last minute. Mm-hmm. Um, they will raise prices like that on you. Yeah, but so get your tickets before you go. That's a Try to plan it out. I mean, yeah. it, it's still a lot of fun, you know, and I think you just have to go into it with the idea of, like, having fun and, and not really, you know, I, I mean, everybody's different, but. Yeah, just go with no, people you know you're no, going to have a good time with. No physical harm can happen no. to you while you're there. Nope. And if it does. It's probably your own fault. Or you may be set for the rest of your life. I don't know. Hopefully it's the oh, latter of the gosh. two. But, you know. No, uh, like if yeah. you're wigging out in a house and you keep tripping and falling. Oh, yeah. But I mean, like, if you're not doing the house. Nobody's pushing you to the ground. But if you're not. Nobody's yeah, touching yeah. you. But I mean, like, even if you're not doing the house, you're just out and about walking around. It's really not that bad. It's a lot no. of fun. Just enjoy it. It's a good it. time. You know, try to get somebody else scared. Yeah. If you can. I don't know. But. 
So you, favorite things? It will be a laughable time. Favorite things for, about HHN this year? And go I ahead. listed your name first so that you have to go first this I know, time. but you've been doing most of the talking. I'm going to let you go first. Oh. oh. My favorite thing about Halloween Horror Nights. Well, I wish we would have got to try more food. So that's not really a favorite thing. That's something I wish I would have got to do. Um, but I think like my favorite house was probably, why are you looking at me like no, that? No, I'm just listening. I'm waiting. I think my favorite house was probably the graveyard games. And then I also, Josh is going to be surprised about this. I kind of liked the stranger things house this year, especially compared to last year. Only because I thought last year. What time is it? We are definitely, we're going back and we're going to watch Stranger Things. You were watching Stranger Things. It is not scary. No, we're not. It's, it's bedtime. Not scary. I am not watching Stranger Things when I'm about it's to go to sleep. It's not scary. No. It's not scary. I can't scary. even watch some of the Harry Potters before bedtime. It's not scary. Harry okay. Potter is scarier than Stranger Things. No. I like to watch Wolf of Wall Street when I go to sleep. <laughs> that is not getting put on this podcast. <laughs> for crying out loud. <laughs> you said I can't cut anything out, so I'm leaving it in. What? Uh, People like to get to know us. I watch weird movies. I like rap music. I like hip hop. I don't like country music. Okay, there you go. Now you know me. Oh my god. <laughs> Is that it? Is that all you have to say um, about your favorite things this year? Well, I mean, you were only there for one night. I'm so. actually like a little bit disappointed because my favorite house between last year and this year was still um, Poltergeist. That was my favorite house. Yeah, it was a pretty good last, one last year. Between these two years. It's a pretty good one. So I wish there would have been one to top that for me. Yeah. I, I really liked Us. I think that was probably my favorite, <laughs> like, scary one. I get the heebie-jeebies every and time then, we talk about it. And then other than that, though, it would be a tie between Ghostbusters, Killer Clowns, and Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. And then Us. So Universal I, Monsters. Top five right there. I, Those are the upper five. Oh my gosh, the upper five. Not the lower five. <laughs> I think if you're going to go to Halloween Horror Nights and you're like worried about going into any of the houses and you know, you're not a horror fan, what we kind of talked about at the end there, Ghostbusters would probably be a good house for you to go through. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like most definitely. Absolutely. Yep. You could we'll handle just watch it. that tonight. Huh? So then you can finally say that you've seen Ghostbusters. Nah, I'm good. It's not scary. I know that. I don't like to watch new movies before I go to bed because then I stay awake and no, I you watch don't. You it. still fall asleep. I have to work tomorrow. I got to go to sleep. sleep. No. Nope. I'll drive you to work for half of the way, three quarters of the way. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, um, that's I, the weekly breakdown. <laughs> I think uh, other than that, I mean, as far as the houses go, the scare zones, even though I didn't really enjoy it that much. Yeah, the scare zones still, were definitely I mean, like, underwhelming for me I this mean, like, year. The, the Viking one is still, it's a cool concept. It's just, it's so dark in there. And I think mm-hmm. I don't like it as much because I can't shoot. It's so hard to shoot video through there. Yeah. You know, and the pumpkin some, one last year was great. We got some really good shots and pictures last year in the pumpkin one. I can't remember what it was called. I can't but, either, but I really liked that um, one. It set high expectations. It did. It did. So uh, I don't really have anything else to add to that, but um, it, it might change as the rest of the season goes on. I'm going back a few more times. We've got some more videos coming out, specifically mm-hmm. um, Taylor's first visit, which... First and only. Of the year. I guess we'll get posted before this gets posted, Maybe. but 
Um, and then we're going to be doing another one that is to do with food. It's going to be kind of like a, a foodie's guide to Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, which Josh get, is going to go check out the food. I hope he brings me home a donut. Uh, it should get posted after this, this weekend. So be on the lookout for that this weekend, either Saturday. Uh, it'll be Saturday. I have to... I have to go and run and do a video on yes, Sunday. Yes, he does. So, uh, yeah. But, I mean, look out for that stuff. Oh, Voodoo Donuts. I was just about to say. That's what I was going to say. They, they that's have some where special... I want you to bring me a donut home they, from. They... The Stranger Things donut. Oh. 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 I... Run. Oh. Uh, run. We'll see. It's a huge line coming out of there at night. Because everybody's exiting. They're like, well, let's get Voodoo Donuts. Well, because you got to stand in line. And there's for like once. literally people who walk out with like four boxes of donuts. Like, when are you going to eat all those donuts? I don't bro? know. Yeah, we've seen people walk out with a lot of boxes like, of donuts. What? You taking this home for like your family and friends? I, I don't, don't know. know. Holy breakfast cow. in the morning? That's a That's lot a of lot donuts. Of breakfast. <laughs> That's a lot of breakfast. But yeah, so let us know, uh, you know, what was your favorite thing this year? If you've made it this far in the podcast, I mean, I don't know. Maybe you haven't. Maybe you have. Oh my gosh. You've been enjoying the sweets sounds of my voice that which hasn't been that nice this and night. that is gonna do it because that's the weekly breakdown <laughs>